Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. My son's relationship with uh, my father, his grandfather, was uh, very, very sweet. You know, they would play and, and uh, have toys, and he would take a Brandon from the time he was maybe eight months old into the swimming pool and hold him and, and kind of zoom him around on, on top of the water. Um, it was uh, very close and, and loving. I was grateful that they had a chance to do uh, some of that bonding um, at that very, very early kind of primal age. We all board this, this Coast Guard ship, which is about 120 feet in length with a big mast uh, in it and, and the crew who uh, f for this day had, had the assignment of taking us out into the uh, international waters from Newport toward a little island off the coast of California, Catalina. And then out there we would, we would spread the ashes and, and throw flowers and, and that kind of a thing. We were there on the back portion of the ship you know, I was just kind of aware of the crew and where everyone was. And I overheard uh, the captain talking to one of the other crewmen that something was awry. And that he had experienced some of the gauges not behaving characteristically, and specifically mentioned the compass. And that's, I think, what caught my my attention, because you know, sailing at a compass is like that's really really important stuff. I was hearing that was strange. It was odd. Words like uh, unusual experience. Did you get me thinking that maybe something else, some other force was was operating? crewman came up from below decks and said um, Barry you might want to go down and check on your son because I he's I think he's in the in the in the head and uh, the water is running I went downstairs and sure enough I could went over to where the head is and um, the door was slightly ajar and I could see uh, Brandon he had these uh, to uh, toy cars that he was kind of zooming about and, and calling out instructions and competing and having this kind of conversation. What I remember the most about it was his ease. He was, he was very much at ease and very comfortable with whoever his playmate was. He would say, okay, get set, go. And then there would be a pause and then uh, he'd come back and he'd be laughing about something. It was kind of like, back and forth he would set something up and then he would respond and then he would set something else up and then he would respond and he was unaware of my presence for maybe 20 or 30 seconds i guess 
And then I was curious because he seemed so much at ease. And so I said, hey, uh, 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 B, who, uh, who are you talking to? And I expected him to, you know, come up with one of those fantastic childhood imaginary playfellows. Brandon, who are you talking to? And at first he didn't even look up. He just kept kind of looking down at his cars and he said, well, and then he looked up at me and he said, I'm talking to grandpa, daddy. <laughs> Howdy guys, this is Montana Jordan, a cult specialist, paranormal and parapsychological researcher, and independent consultant, and you are listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, with my good friend, the amazing Aaron Hunter. Welcome, I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, December 27th, 2021, episode 263. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And man, it's always great to be back in the hot seat. And I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and also a great Christmas. Family, friends, food, music, you can't beat it. And I hope everyone was safe. And now, next is... New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, man. New Year's Eve is coming up. And as you old timers know, I don't go out. I've already done it, did it. I've been to the clubs. And what I like to do is stay home on New Year's Eve and turn on the police scanner and just listen to the shit show that's going on out there. (laughs) There's some crazy stuff that happens on New Year's Eve. You guys might want to try it. It's uh, quite entertaining, actually. And announcements. Tomorrow, Tuesday, will be a brand new episode of Aaron's Horror Show. And then this Wednesday, there will not be a new episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. And the following week, next week, there will not be a new episode as well. Terry's just taking some time off. So Terry, if you're listening to this, enjoy yourself. And also, last Friday, I released a new short film. So check it out. You can watch it at realparanormalactivity.com or watch it on the free RPA app. And if you guys haven't heard, every Friday I decided that I'm going to release a new entertaining short film. So just remember that. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed your Christmas. I did. I just sat back, relaxed, listened to some music, binged watched some movies, you know, ate some honey glazed ham. Good stuff. You can't beat it. Okay, let's get the show on the road, and we're going to be doing listener stories, and you guys know what that means. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. That's right, too. The story then. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shoving, and man, the fires are raging. Nice and toasty in here, and you guys know the deal. Grab a beanbag over there in the corner. Find an empty spot on the floor, and as always, get behind my desk here. Get nice and comfy. 
and Britt sent us uh, her packet. I printed it off, so let's see what she sent us. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they're all medium stories. So, let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, so good when it hits the lips, I tell you. Alright, the first one. This one is by Gypsy, and it's titled Portrait Studio. Okay, Gypsy, let's see what you got, man. I've always loved taking pictures and catching the beauty of even flawed things. When the ad flew for a position at the studio, I couldn't pass it up. I have been working at this portrait studio for a little over a year now, and I have to admit that it can be a bit creepy at times, especially when you are on single coverage at night. However, this isn't anything that a normal, rational adult can't shake off with a bottle of pepper spray handy. Some things you can't just explain away, though. One day, I was working with my boss, and we were waiting for our first setting. She was talking to me about what to expect for the day, and we both saw a person walk by the door to the camera room. We walked out expecting to see our clients, but no one was there. The direction they walked only led to a wall with pictures, a storage closet that is locked, and our office that was also locked. She confided in me that she'd been seeing things like that more and more lately. I looked at her with an apparently shocked look. You have too? I asked and laughed slightly. She nodded and proceeded to tell me that she'd been seeing shadows in the shape of a little girl move around the studio. I sighed in relief and told her that I'd been seeing the same thing since I started working on my own at night. The rest of the day went by uneventfully until my boss clocked off at five, leaving me to close two hours later. Since there were no more scheduled sittings, I decided to clean the studio since it was going to be busy the next day. I went about dusting everything and after that was done, I took out the Lysol spray. I sprayed the plastic chairs in the waiting room and looked for my rag. I located it by the POS and went back to the chairs. I wiped off the first few without noticing anything, but when I got to the fourth, there was a small handprint smeared into the Lysol. I'm no stranger to the paranormal, so I laughed slightly and looked around. You want to help me clean? I heard a small giggle coming <laughs> from behind me, and I shook my head and continued cleaning. I still hear giggles and see the shapes moving around the studio at night. Thank you for reading. And man, that's from Gypsy Gypsy. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, you know, I'll say it again. The old timers know this. You know, kids are creepy. <laughs> but I, I have to say, you know, when people talk about shadow people, they're uh, the shadow people are usually you know adult size. 
I have to admit, this has to be the first story I've read that there's a child-size uh, shadow person. Well, that's interesting. But yeah, the giggle, yeah, that would just creep me out. I don't like giggles. <laughs> just, just, you know, makes my skin crawl. But yeah, Gypsy, thank you very much for sharing. Loved it. All right, what do we got? What's next? This one is by Book, and it's titled Lawyer's Past. Okay, Book, let's see what you got, man. About 20 years ago, I was training to be a lawyer in Birmingham, UK. The offices were two old houses knocked together. It had uneven floors, etc. It was a happy office, and I enjoyed working there. I hadn't had any supernatural experiences there, even though I have had many such experiences over the years. That was until one Friday evening. I was working late and alone to finish something that was needed for the following Monday. Obviously, I was tired and the old building was creaking a bit. That wasn't a problem because it always felt homely and I knew the noises were down to the shoddy way the two buildings had been integrated and the fact that it was settling down for the night. At about 9 p.m., I was alerted to the sound of a door upstairs slowly and deliberately shutting. I jumped out of my skin because I knew I was the only one in the building. I reasoned with myself that someone had just forgotten to close a window and an unevenly hung door had probably just cut a breeze. The trouble was that it was not windy outside and the doors were very old and very heavy. He had to push them to move them. In any case, we were all under strict instructions to close the office doors when we went home to stop the spread of fire. So there should have not been any doors open. I sat as still as a mouse, straining to hear anything else, like a burglar's footsteps. There were not, but suddenly my scalp started to feel as though it was trying to turn itself inside out with fright, and my blood actually ran cold. Instinctively, I thought, don't radiate fear. It will only pick up on it. I have no idea why that particular thought came into my head, but I was absolutely terrified, and I don't scare easily. Slowly and cautiously, I switched off the computer, picked up my bag and coat, and walked as calmly and smoothly as I could to the front door. I could still feel this thing waiting and listening upstairs. I managed to switch the burglar alarm on and close the front door. Then I raced to Stonehill Station and went home, still shaking. On Monday, I came in early to finish the work, but didn't dare ask whether anybody else had ever experienced anything like that. This probably isn't as frightening a story as some, and you could put it down to being alone in an old building late at night. However, 
In spite of having many supernatural experiences over the years, this remains the most frightening I have ever had. Great podcast. Man, that's a great story. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, you know, those old buildings, um, those doors are real wood doors, and it seems like the older the building, yeah, the thicker the wood, yeah, those things are heavy. It's really, yeah, you know, it's really hard for wind to, uh, to move them. And like you said, that night, even though if there was a window open and a draft was coming in, uh, there was no, it wasn't windy that night. Yeah, I get that. And um, even though it's not that scary, but I try to put myself in the, into the people's shoes. Yeah, you're there late at night. You know, you got these two old buildings just kind of put together. And so, you know, you just kind of figure, wow, it must be that. But, um, yeah, you're there working, and you just hear the door, you know, slam upstairs, and you just sit there just listening. You don't know if someone broke in or whatever. Yeah, that would kind of spook me. <laughs> yeah, great story, Buck. Loved it. All right, what do we got? What's next? This one is by Short, and it's titled, Followed by Henry. Okay, Short, see what you got, man. Oh, where do I even start? Ever since I was a little girl, I've experienced some weird things. The first time I had an experience was when I was 12. I was on my bed playing cards with my best friend when I heard footsteps creeping down the hall. I immediately thought it was my dad trying to jump out and scare me like he always used to do. So I said, Dad, seriously? I know you're there. My friend looks at me like, what are you talking about? After I say that, I see a man turn around in my doorway heading back down the hallway. All I saw was half his body though. He was tan, broad, and muscular. So I quickly jumped down, still thinking that's my dad. I run into the hallway, through our kitchen, all the way to my mom and dad's bedroom, which had a closed locked door, and I could hear my dad snoring behind it. That scared me. I didn't know what to do, and my friend thought I was crazy because she saw, heard nothing. So, I've been experiencing shadows, random voices, weird random feelings for a very long time. I just got used to it. However, the older I get, the more it fades, and honestly, it kind of saddens me. I try to get my sensitivity stronger again a year ago by attending the seances and investigating haunted places, but it never seemed to work, so I stopped. Anyway, my mom is also sensitive like me, but she never told me until I was around 16. I told her the story that happened at my dad's, and she said that ever since I was a baby, she's often seen a man, like I described, around me, and she feels that he's watching over me. Well, 
This past week, some strange things have happened to me. I've been getting weird feelings, almost like I'm being watched. Uh, two days ago, I was at my boyfriend's house and his door slammed right in front of us. I tested it to see if it was just wind, but it was so hard to push closed since it has sagging hinges and scrapes against the carpet as it closes. Then today, my mom randomly comes up to me and asks, Who's Henry? I shrug because I have no idea who she's talking about. She says, There is a spirit following you named Henry. I feel he's not good either. He won't come in the house because I have it protected, but you need to get rid of him. He's been around a while, and he knows you notice him, but he also knows you really don't want to notice. I'm totally taken by surprise by this, and I'm not sure what to say. I can't really talk to anyone because they will think I'm crazy. Heck, I feel crazy. I'm not 100% sure a spirit is following me. I just don't have experiences like I used to anymore. What my mom said is worrying me, but I don't know whether to believe her or not. Thank you for reading. And that's by Short. Oh man, Short. That's a great story. Thank you very much for sharing. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is that, you know, even though your mom says there's a, you know, a spirit named Henry following you around and she thinks it's not good, but nothing's happening to you. I mean, uh, you don't notice it, and you never, you didn't mention in the story that uh, you know strange thing is strange things are happening to you. Uh, I don't know if you just want to just keep on going, or if you want to get some help to see if uh, if there is a spirit following you and get rid of it somehow. I really don't know how that works. But yeah, you know, if nothing's happening, just leave it that way. But uh, yeah, uh, as far as we get this a lot, you know, at a young age, there's all kinds of stuff happening. But then as you get older, it just seems like everything stops. You know, you just lose it. Yeah, that's nothing unusual. Or sometimes you lose it at a very early age, you just don't remember. You know, there's things happening you know, four to ten years old, and then when you're like 25, you know, you're at a job, professional job, you went to college and all that, and then one day you go visit your parents, and all of a sudden your mom comes up to you and starts telling you about these stories when you're younger, all this weird stuff, and you just don't remember. <laughs> Crazy stuff. But yeah, thank you very much for sharing. That's good stuff. Thank you, Short. And that is it. Oh, man. Great stories. And as always, guys, uh, just a friendly reminder, there will not be a new Terry's Mysterious Moments this Wednesday or next week. And, uh, you know, go to realparanormalactivity.com or get the free RPA app. Just go to your app store and do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. It's free, fully functional. Stream anytime, anywhere. 
And as always, you know, listen to us at work. We're on all the major streaming platforms. I think we're on 24 platforms now, such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc., etc. So we are out there, and I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britta, and it's also made possible by LaFuzz Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh yeah, we do. As always, thank you, and good night.